What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 72, the one where we try Ding Dong's ice cream. Ooh, ice cream? Yes. Yo, I saw you had like a bunch of goodies. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we got goodies. So, and I had to, I put them in my nice little cooler, my little monogram cooler. Was was that a best man gift? This is a groomsman gift, yes. Um, There was beer in it, but I put ice cream in it. Lame. Make it cool. Actually, that's not lame. That's awesome. So, there's a little backstory behind this. Okay. I got one for you and one for oh, me. Oh, thank you so much. So, oh, so this is empty. Oh, look at you. You're all set up. Oh, yeah. I, I was planning this because originally, because apparently Hostess makes ice cream now. And I saw two kinds. There was the Ding Dongs and Twinkies. Now, I was going to get the Twinkies ice cream because I figured this just looks like a Klondike bar. Right. But they didn't have Twinkies at this, the Target I went to. So next week will be Twinkies ice cream. I have a confession to make, Will. What's up? I saw the Twinkies ice cream. Mm-hmm. At a Target the other day, but I wasn't gonna go home immediately after the Target. Yeah, and it was the only one left. And yeah, buy it. all right. So we'll just have to make up for it. And right. to compare, I got regular Ding Dongs, so we can do a little taste test I'm to see. I'm already going to shit myself just <laughs> just thinking about eating both of them. Well, we'll have uh-huh. to space it out. We'll yeah, space, we'll space it, out. it out. We're also I, having coffee because I also found fireworks Oreos because Greg oh, Miller's not pulling his weight, so we gotta. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> this we have to try. Yeah. Is this oh with popping candy? Yeah, that's why oh, it's fireworks. Okay. But this is ice cream. I like to eat it before it melts. Okay. Also, I'd like to pose something to the audience here. There's so I know you know the answer. Something different about the set. It's a very minor difference. Tell me what it is. Do you know what it is? I don't, I actually don't. You actually don't. Well, wow. did you move the plant? You're not. First of all, you're not allowed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but second of all, no, that's not it. Okay. I did that a while ago. Oh, I because because we keep putting our our yeah. mugs in front of it. So this is it. Uh, if you can kind of tell, broken. it looks like a Klondike bar. Yeah, like a round Klondike bar. Mm. Yeah, like. Oh no! Oh, there's, so there's cake inside. Oh, because here here it looks like. It looks like there's a cookie. Yeah, we got a cookie looking cake. Let me see here. Yeah, there's like vanilla ice cream and chocolate. Yep, it's too. Cake. It's, it's a Klondike bar. With a cookie on the top and the bottom. Yeah. Like a very soft cake-like cookie. Yeah. Not bad. Also, hello, AJ. Hello, Tarak. Hello, Gage. Hello, Tyler. Hello, Fom. Steven. Christian. Convoy Midgames. Juan, hello. There's too many of you now. I can't mm-hmm. into it. Shinobi, uh, hello. Hello, everyone and anyone who's joining us. Welcome to the Wolf Den Snack Hour. Yes. Not a lot going on today, Will. Got news for you. No, good thing I got snacks. <laughs> um, what else do I want to talk about off the bat? Oh, now I already mentioned the thing that I want everybody to try to guess. Oh, I mispronounced Thom. Is it just Tom? Because that'd be a weird way to spell it. Yeah, it is. Oh, Fred with the super chat. Hello, he says some people spell Tom it. like that. It's short for Thomas. That's weird. Oh, my announcement bot worked. Okay, so <laughs> I completely restructured our Discord chat. Okay. If you go in the description, there's a Discord chat. Will never goes in it, but I'm nope. in it all the time. Completely restructured everything because somebody said, this isn't organized. And I was like, well, <laughs> how do I make it organized? And he showed me, and I organized the hell out of it. Now, there's rules. Um, and I made a little announcement bot, so it announces every time we're live and stuff. But it was late. It was a little late. But it worked, and that's all that matters. Going all over me. Um... So, let's get 
right into it, I guess. All the right. stupid and uh, the stupid arms. Uh, what's it called? The Nintendo Direct. The Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Now I'll be honest. I did not follow the Nintendo Direct. This is I, really good. I like the idea of having a cookie. It's a five pack, so there's three more upstairs. Oh, nice. And when you're ready, we'll try the regular ass ones. So arms was dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see if I can bring it up on screen. You put a lot of stuff in the Discord. I did. I I was I was finding things as the week went on. There's like a few more things that I didn't put in, but all right. This is from the Nintendo website. Nintendo unleashes a barrage of details for the new arms game for Nintendo Switch. Trying to eat and talk at the same time. <laughs> um, basically, they just showed us all the new fighters. Okay. Um, and I'm still just completely uninterested. <laughs> Ugh. Combat customization. After selecting a character, players will have the opportunity to equip two arms. Two? That's how many you have. Yep. One on the right and one on the left. Oh, well. wow. <laughs> These arms range from standard fists to things like boomerangs and missiles. How wacky. <laughs> Offering a wide variety of close and long-range attacks as well as offensive and defensive options. So here's some, the most interesting thing I found about arms from this direct will. What, what's that? Is that apparently the origin... Uh, in in the arms lore, is that these people with these spring arms? Yeah, they just woke up one day and had the spring arms. Wow! So people all over the world just woke up one day and they were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and they decided to make a tournament out of it. Makes sense. I mean, what else? You you that means that there's people who aren't in the tournament who just have spring arms. Well, I mean, what else are you gonna do with spring arms? Yeah, I guess. And they're all seem like so like pumped to have these spring yeah. arms, but that's terrifying. Well, at first, I'm sure once they got used to it, they're like, "Hey, I can do stuff." Hey, with this. let's box. Mainly boxing, <laughs> and they don't seem to want to get to the bottom of it. Seems like a problem. Ah, it's future. Yeah, it's a future problem. Just make them fight each other. Yeah. So, I don't know what the hell this stuff is. Combat customization. Did I do that already? Yes, uh, I did. Yeah. Types. Dozens of arms can be selected in the game, each with its own special power and ha handling ability. Different types range from the toaster, which is the normal one. It's like the red normal one, but uh, it like, it, has like a flame. It does it, like, look like a toaster, up. yeah. Uh, which unleashes a flaming punch to the tribalt. Oh, different types ranging from the toaster, which unleashes a flaming punch, to the tri-bolt, which shoots three bolts horizontally. Some arms even boost defense, like the Guardian, which can be used as a shield. I think that's the one that's like an umbrella, like umbrellas out. Yeah. I mean, it seems... It, they're doing a lot with the customization. It yeah. seems like you can play many different ways. When I played it very sh briefly, uh, I had, a, I had, I think, the toaster in one hand and the slapper in the other hand. Because the slapper goes around and people okay. don't really expect it. So all the arms perform very differently. There's some that have a lot of hang time. So you punch and then it like sits for a second and then goes. So there's a lot of different ways you can trick your opponent. And it is a little bit of a mind game. However, the motion controls are motion controls <laughs> and they don't freaking work. Like, we boxing was great because you just flail your arms around and you don't care what happens. Right. This... 
it, it, it's very competitive, so you want a lot of fidelity, and they're just it's just not gonna happen with motion. Well, controls. can you you can play it like right traditionally, right with yeah, buttons and stuff? What the hell would you play Wii boxing traditionally? I played Punch Out traditionally on the Wii. After a certain well, point, punch I was out, after a certain point, that's the only way to play. I would say Punch Out. Yeah. Well, uh, no, no, you got a point. Yeah. Because I mean, Punch Out is. I mean, original Punch Out is fun yeah. playing it traditionally. So I mean, we Punch Out was fun doing it like this up until you get to like the higher tier of characters, then you had to switch to classic. Right. I think it's there's something about arms. It's 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 the it's there's something about it that just isn't it it, it just it, it it doesn't work because <laughs> you want to be more accurate. You want a lot more fidelity. Right. But something like box like the Wii boxing and punch out on the Wii it didn't feel like i needed that i think because on fidelity. those two games you're just punching straight yes for the most part this you're moving around you're moving around your arms move like you can do i mean you can do hooks and stuff and punch out but like not to the i think that's the that. major problem is that you're moving it in a, yeah. in a virtual space so you have that you have the the x-axis you need to yeah. move around on and that's just not it just it it's too much. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel right. Ugh. Cause and and like you to to like to block, you hold the two of them together. To move, you have to you have to go like this. You have to yeah. you have to move your your wrists. And it's like it it doesn't know what that. I, I found myself just flailing my arms <laughs> until it did what I wanted it to do. Um, talk about types attributes. There are seven different attributes. Okay, so it's like elemental, like fire, electric, uh, wind, and all mm-hmm. that garbage. Weight. When equipping the many different types of arms, weight is as important is an important factor in determining performance. Weight after weight affects momentum, so players keep have to keep this in mind. I'm like drunk. Yes. Have to keep this in mind when selecting arms. Stronger arms are more powerful, but slower. You get the idea. Upgrade arms. Upgrade arms. I'm drunk. As players fight through arms, they will rack up hard-earned in-game currency for use at the arms getter, where players can use their skill points to basically buy stuff. Uh, Versus mode. Arms is filled to the brim with fun modes that offer a variety of ways to challenge other fighters. You can fight. You can do a team fight. This was, I think, really cool. Volleyball. They call it V-ball. I saw that, yeah. Similar to volleyball, but more, much more awesome and awesome is italicized v-ball is a sport that involves knocking an explosive ball into the opponent's court that i think is going to be really fun Mm -hmm. hoops which looked dumb (laughs) you you uppercut the other guy and try to slam dunk him nice i feel like that's just not gonna work uh skill shot break as many targets as possible using the versatile power of arms it looked like uh the break the targets thing at smash brothers right one on 100 defeat 100 enemies in a row which is just like a horde mode oh geez uh arms test and training in test mode players can try out randomized arms custom combinations while training lets that while training lets them practice a number of varied drills multiplayer gaming playing with your friends blah blah grand prix with 10 straight matches in grand prix and players will face a final opponent to be crowned the arms champion this mode is played locally with one or two players interesting party match by connecting the nintendo switch console to the internet players can battle with up to three other arms players at a time that are in the same lobby as them 
One lobby can hold up to 10 systems, but with up to two players per system. So 20 players can potentially get together in the same lobby. So you can have a tournament, yeah. a ranked tournament with That's 20 cool. players. That's really cool. I don't know how often that's going to happen because <laughs> you have to get 10 systems with te- with two people each system yeah ranked match in this time honored coliseum players compete one-on-one by winning a match blah blah that's a rank uh i don't know how many can be put into a ranked match uh local wireless mode while playing in local wireless mode up to eight players with eight separate systems in the same room can gather in the, in the lobby okay in the future, Nintendo will release free software updates that add new fighters, stages, and arms to the game, similar to Splatoon, right. Mario Maker. This is all sounding like the next uh, entry in whatever um, esports thing that Splatoon is also a part of. Like, I guess they saw Splatoon was like not necessarily big with esports, but it was of that vein. So they're trying again with Splatoon two, and now Arms is the next part of that series. I think they're they're Nintendo's doing their own sort of online structure yeah but they're doing a very good job of for example releasing everything for freaking free yeah that's very smart Mm -hmm. they didn't do that with um mario kart 8 or when they came out the first time right but they did it with splatoon 2 they Mm -hmm. did it with mario maker yeah so and it looks like they're gonna do this with arms well it said they say free these free updates will occur after the game launches so watch out for additional details although i don't think this game's gonna do well so, I, I don't know. I mean, they'll come out with the content that they promised, but I don't think it's going to last too long. Splatoon did really well. Yeah. And that ended pretty quickly. They they closed up shop really quick. Right. Well, I think they saw the writing on the wall and were now just trying to gear up for Switch. Right. Um, did you mention the global test punch? I was just getting to that. All right. Uh, like Splatoon 2 and Splatoon before it, Arms is offering free trial periods to try out the game and get a taste of what it's like before launch. But instead of a global test fire, these free demos will naturally be called the global test punch. Naturally. The first blocks of time will be allocated throughout the week of May 26th to the 28th. And the second blocks on June 2nd to the 4th. To participate, simply download the global test fire on the eShop, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that was really annoying with Splatoon 2. I yeah. didn't get a chance to play it because I totally didn't know that it was... <laughs> there's time slots. Right. They open it for like two-hour chunks and they really? close it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it, it, it'll it be open May 26th to the 28th, but, but only, only between for specific like, times. Wow. Yeah, it's really annoying. And according to this uh, promotional picture, it says on uh, May 26th and June 2nd, North America only. That's so in annoying. like the fine prints. So. It doesn't even say that in uh in this article. Yeah. For event times and more info, visit arms.nintendo.com. In this article, then they go into characters. I don't care about any of them. Uh, some of them bizarre. Uh, one of them. Wait, which one was it? Twintel, is that the one? Oh, an A-list actress. Yeah, this one. Her arms are the braids in her hair. So she didn't wake up. So she still has arms. Right. So she didn't wake up with a massive deformation. Right. Her hair just does it. Interesting. So I, I don't know. Do you think Little Mac will be either an unlockable or downloadable character in this game? Because if not, uh, no. then they're wasting their opportunity. No, definitely not. 
that's such a weight. Like, why you you already have a boxing? I know it'd be mascot. real dumb, but I, I I highly doubt it. Uh, that's a shame. It is, it is a major shame. They, I mean, yeah, they could give him like robot arms or something. Yeah, that'd be rad. Or like Bald Bull or somebody. Somebody from Punch Out should be. Yeah, they they they'd be a massive missed opportunity. Yeah. So it's uh, some character that we know. Yes. Uh, or maybe they'll do the Mario Kart thing, and all right. the DLC characters will be characters. Or just make Min Min like your next big mascot. Min Min, people like Min Min. Yeah. At first, I was like, "Wow, that is a racist character," <laughs> but then I realized it's Japanese. And then you remember they're just. Do you remember Punch Out? And they're all racist that's characters. That's true. Uh, the most interesting thing about the uh direct was that immediately after it, they said, "Oh, and now for something completely different." Here's Splatoon 2. And they showed us uh, a character in Splatoon just walks up to what looked like one of the one of the squid sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, you found me. Great. My sister is missing and we have to find her. And it shows you all of the campaign. Wow. It, so uh, it went through like a lot. Of, it was just like a, like a trailer, but it showed... Yeah. A lot of the stuff you're going to be doing in the campaign, and it looked freaking awesome. Okay, because that is what I need is a campaign yeah. with a game like that, so that I can get used to the controls. So, oh, also, if you haven't seen the Squid Sisters like story that they've been releasing, they've been doing like weekly like uh, like chapters of like mm-hmm. how the Squid Sisters, because the Squid Sisters will, if you don't know, uh, they I don't really exactly know what they did in the first game, but they were <laughs> always together. Uh, I think they they like. Were supposed to be the narrators of the game. Every time there was a game, they were yeah. supposed to like narrate it. Um, and apparently, they split up, uh, and be- one became a pop singer, and one became an actress or something or mm-hmm. whatever. And they like stopped talking to each other, and now all of a sudden, one of them is missing. So you have to find her. And the stories that they've been releasing are like really cool. Yeah, and a little bit sad. I'll have to go back and catch all of that. I'm behind on all my Nintendo stuff. You bastard! I know. So. It looks cool. And a shocking twist. Callie of Squid Sisters fame has gone missing and her right tentacle squid Marie tasks the player to search for Callie and the great Zapfish. That is, those are wrong words. <laughs> uh, players can use different weapons in single player mode to overcome obstacles, defeat enemies, and take down towering bosses. Weapons like the roller, slosher, splatting, or the new dualies the duties ah. the single player mode is designed to teach players tips and tricks that they can use in the multiplayer for more on squid sisters check out the squid sisters stories here i will take that link and i will put it right in the chat because it is a great little story um what was i gonna say i i mean there's like a there's like a sniper rifle that looks really cool mm-hmm. also there's some grinding on rails happening. Oh, yeah. It's like soap shoe nice. grinding on rails. Nice. I am all about that. Speaking of which, I totally forgot about Sonic. Oh, I yeah. I didn't put it in the thing. Oh, well, it's good. A good it's a good thing I about. did. Yeah. Because this is either going to be the coolest thing ever or the worst thing ever. Well, before that, I want to ask our audience if they care about arms yet or if they have okay. before. Because I still do not care about arms at all after all of that. But Splatoon. Has me very interested. I saw some people saying that they were into arms. Oh, so has anybody guessed what's different about our set yet? <laughs> Urkill is wants arms now. 
And he's a sub, so hello. Juan says, I'm not particularly anxious to play ARMS, but I think it will sell well. Uh, blah, blah. Let's go. Let's scroll all the way up here. Uh, Gishkin says, I think Nintendo should stop trying to innovate all the time and just make a good console. Well, I think they did with this. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how they do well. I mean, the Wii was yeah. really weird, and they tried really hard to innovate, and they nailed it. Um, the Wii U, not so much. That's what happens when you when you are an innovator like that. Like, look at Apple. Yeah, they innovate so hard, but every once in a while, they have a miss. Like this freaking laptop that I'm holding right now that I hate so much. But I'm getting used to it now that I have yeah. all the dongles that I need. But no, the the Switch is like the best console to come out in a very long time. Mid Games asks, I don't understand why you guys are so hyped to see Wonder Woman and yet ARMS seems so dumb to you. I'm hyped for both. I'll be honest That's with you. That's a very good question. That's a, wait, wait, no. I am not hyped at all to see Wonder Woman. Yeah. I might not even see it because I think it is going to be absolute garbage. I'm, I'm going to see it. And if it's absolute garbage, you, you will, I will be so mad. So and, I hate both of them. I wouldn't say equally. I would actually rather play ARMS than watch Wonder wow. Woman. Wow. I, I might watch Wonder Woman because I feel like I have to. Yeah. But I'm not spending $60 on freaking ARMS. <laughs> But if you had to sit me down and say, here's ARMS, here's Wonder Woman, which one would you rather do? I would rather play ARMS. Really? Yeah. See, even if I didn't wasn't interested in either of them, I would rather sit through Wonder Woman. I've... Because Wonder Woman is two hours of passive entertainment, whereas ARMS is active entertainment. That's Who knows true. how long that would It'll last? It would be a lot more frustrating. But you yeah. know what? I feel like I can get more out of ARMS because I could talk about it. Whereas you feel like you get more out of Wonder Woman. Probably. About that. My problem with Wonder Woman is that I want to like it. I want to be into it because it is the first female-led superhero movie. Right. It's just the circumstances around it are really unfortunate. Okay, but by that stance, you're still excited for Justice League. Like, you're still going to see Justice League, even though that's directed by the guy who's been yes. ruining these movies yes. all along. Yes. I'm not saying that it's a justifiable reasoning. But yes, I am more excited for Justice League, even though I still think that's going to be garbage. That's probably going to be worse. I don't know. I don't know if it would be worse. I think so. I, I, I see nothing redeemable about the trailers that I see of Wonder Woman. I see nothing redeemable about the trailers of Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be real here. At least Wonder Woman, it looks like they're trying. With Maybe Justice... it's just because I like Batman. I like him too, but let's be And I like, don't care about Wonder Woman. Ba ben Affleck has been failing me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Live to Rock says, ARMS is so stupid, it's good. <laughs> Which would be great. Um, Fred says, you haven't changed anything. Yes, I have. <laughs> Call of Booty says, Bob has nice hair. It looks nice in his arms. <laughs> Atten says, he is interested in ARMS. Cool. So there you go. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about Sonic. Okay. I didn't, did you see the Game Explain video? Because I didn't. I did not see the Game Explain video. Okay. All I saw was the trailer, the release trailer. Okay. Wait, before, while we go into that, I'm going to open these firework Oreos. Okay. Do you have something you need to read or talk about or something? Um, well, I'll just I'll just talk about this real quick, you know, because it happened last week, like the day after our show. Um, so Square Enix has dropped. IO Interactive from there. They're not doing business with IO Interactive anymore. Those are the guys who made the Hitman games. Oh. Yeah. The mobile games. 
No, all the Hitman games. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. They're just like, yeah, we're not... We're done with IO Interactive. So... And that sucks. Um, IO apparently gets to keep the Hitman rights, and they're looking to find another uh, publisher to... You were big uh, on the Hitman game. I, You know, it's weird, because I, I got into it with Hitman Absolution, which is apparently, like, the not the Hitman game to get into. These are just Oreos with Pop Rocks in them. Really? Yeah. Look at that shot. I don't know if you can hear it. Oh, I'll, I'll just lick the cream and try, yeah. to, try to get... But I really liked Hitman Absolution, and I really liked Hitman Go, even though that was a different type of game altogether. Barely I don't know if you can hear that. It's like not doing it. I feel like it's only doing it with my mouth closed. This is like pussy uh, Pop Rocks. Yeah, I'm not impressed. Just regular Oreos with Pop Rocks. Yeah. It's not even sweeter. But anyway, yeah, so Hitman Absolution. I really like that game. And I tried playing Blood Money, but that game hasn't aged very well. Um, but the new Hitman game that came out, the episodic one, was really good. So you got into it really late. Yes. Um... And now, apparently, uh, oh, now I'm starting to feel the pop rocks. <laughs> and I guess um, most recent Hitman game didn't do all that great, so Square Enix is like, we're done with IO, which is sucks because Square Enix has like this weird perception of like how good games have to do in order to be successful. It happened with Tomb Raider, now it's happening with this. Square Enix actually, um, in recent years, has been butchering their Western releases in order to fit what they think the market is. The reason why no way. the reason why Hitman went episodic is because Square thought mm. that episodic games are the way of the future. That the way console games are traditionally made are dead. Everything's moving over to the mobile side. I really want to know what made them think that. That's why um, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided had microtransactions out the ass. What what made them think that episodic stuff was the way of the future? You know what it was because this was at the tail end of last generation when sales were were down, but mobile sales were rising. So every con- every video game maker thought, okay, we have to start making every game like we do on mobile for everything. I have I have more on that. And then you know the new new systems came out and proved everybody wrong. But Square was still stuck in that mindset. It was too late to change everything. So right. Hitman had to go episodic. Deus Ex had to get microtransactions. Apparently, the microtransactions were added to Deus Ex very late in the game. So yeah, that uh, I don't know. That, and it. it Deus Ex also came with like an ancillary game alongside yeah. of it that was just like insanely yeah. riddled with microtransactions. But I mean, I bought Hitman after all the uh, episodes came out, but the episodic release actually worked kind of well because all the levels are huge and you can take out your target however you want. All they basically do is here's a picture of your target, have fun. Mm. And they don't tell you how to do it or anything, they, they'll like guide you certain yeah, ways. Yeah, that sounds like, really it's, cool. It's all, yeah, it's all on your own. And, like, every level takes, like, two hours to beat. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So, it was really good. And, like, they would always have, like, events and exclusive targets. And there was one point you had to choose. Do you want to kill Gary Busey or Gary Cole? (laughs) (laughs) And everybody picked Gary Busey. So, so I hope IO Interactive finds, like, a new home and that, you know, they can keep releasing Hitman games. Because those are very good and they are very unique. Well, who, who, who owns the rights to Hitman? Isn't it Square? No, IO, I think, retain the rights. Really? Yeah. So, what, when they make all the mobile games... Those are published by Square. Okay. Yeah. Could, well, no, didn't Square, well, Square Montreal... Square Montreal, them? yes. They made them. They made them. So, yeah. they're just not making Hitman anymore. Right. Okay, so they gave IO... 
the it looks like it. They're yes. like goodbye. Here's yes. Hitman. Go. I mean, do worst you comes do. to worst, Io will probably release another like you know do a spiritual successor. Call it like Killer Guy or something. You know, <laughs> right? A- Agent Thirty Four or whatever. That would be awful. Yeah. They might mighty number nine it. So, but I just I figure we should talk about that because that was a very big deal. And it happened the day after we were alive last week. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> okay, go, 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 ahead, okay. go in the, on that. So Sonic Forces is going to have a character creator. <gasps> um, let's see here. Announced via official trailer, Sonic Forces will include a character creator for crafting your own furry personas. Uh, if only there was a better word for that per the Kotaku article. Um, there's a trailer for it. Shows this like red wolf character with like customizable gear and looks like a grappling hook type thing. There are seven different animal types to choose from, each with different abilities. There is a wolf which automatically draws rings in when near them. There's a rabbit that has a longer invincibility time after receiving damage. A cat, a cat keeps uh, one ring after being hit. A dog restarts with five rings after the player dies. Wait, wait. This is all... These are the type of animals you can be. You can create. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So Uh, each animal has a different ability. Each animal has a different ability, yeah. Um, There's the bear, which blows away enemies with a homing attack. So I guess this has a much stronger homing attack. How big is this freaking bear? I don't know. Um, A bird, which uh, flies high with a double jump ability. And, of course, you can be a hedgehog, which collects rings, which can collect rings after getting damaged. So, wait, can collect that? Yeah. Can collect rings after getting damaged? What does that mean? Everybody else just loses the rings. And you I can't guess get so. Back? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So it, it all depends on, you know, what you value more. I guess in your character. I'm of the mind that Sonic should be OP. Right. And he's not because you know Knuckles and Tails are just as fast as him. Actually, they're not. Oh, get the hell out of here. If you, like, no, seriously, like, you play, it, play like, Sonic 3 again, and, like, Knuckles is actually, like, substantially slower. Is it? Yeah. Are there side-by-side comparisons? I'm sure there are. I gotta find this, because they seem exactly the same. They seem like it, but trust me, like, Knuckles is, like, a little bit slower. Alright. But then you have games like Sonic Heroes, where they're literally the same speed. Right. So... so I mean, I'm assuming all of these characters will play similar to Sonic, and I'm assuming that you know there's only so much you can, um, so much you can customize these characters. I think you can custom you can customize their gear, um, you can customize their color. You know, you can make them different colors and stuff. Um, outside of that, I don't really know if like you can change their height and weight and things or things like that. I assume you can change gender. I think. Oh, I mean, they're all a gender. Well, yeah. Um, I would assume that. Sonic being able to collect rings will be a really big help. Yeah. These other car- well, one of them says, one of them, what was it, the rabbit that keeps one ring after they get hit? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That gives you an extra hit. But Sonic, you won't have to find other rings. You can just collect the ones that are around you. That was the cat can keep one ring after the being cat. hit. Okay. Yeah. That seems really cool. Uh, that is the best idea they've had in a really this long time. This is like, you know, all those years of fan art finally exactly. coming to fruition. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. Hopefully it won't be too weird as Sonic fan. Billy the Hedgehog. Yeah. Get some Bob the Hedgehog action. Yeah. Uh, well then, you know, what they Edge s- the Hedgehog. You know what they say? You type in your name, the Hedgehog I into know. Google, you will find a oh, lot of fan art. 
I figure we just do like the wolf character with our names and then just whatever our color scheme is. I want to just make Sonic but a different color <laughs> and just call it something like weird. I'm probably not even going to create like a character. Like Big Papa the Hedgehog. I'm probably not even going to create a character because when I play a Sonic the Hedgehog game, I want to play a Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I think Sonic should be OP. You should yeah. want to play as Sonic. So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I Again, I think it's the best idea they've had in a while because yeah. this is catering exactly to the fans. This is them being super, like, uh, like... They they know that they're very self aware. Yes. This is them being very self aware. Like this is gonna get us. This is gonna cater to all of the fan art and all of the crap that people have been doing. Yeah. And they know that their games haven't been good. So if this even if this isn't a good game, they'll at least have that character creator. But this actually looks really promising. But you know, so did all the other games. So also, still no word on Sonic Mania. Yeah, I mean, we did get. We saw a little bit of Knuckles in Flying Battery Zone. Yeah. The remake of that. I saw that and I was like, wow, this is just Flying Battery. I, I saw it without the headline. I just yeah. saw the video and I was like, this is just Flying Battery Zone. Why does it look so good though? <laughs> and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And then I realized, first of all, it was 16 by 9 aspect yeah. ratio. So I totally forgot. We're going to be playing a 2D Sonic game in a 16 by 9 A 2D ratio. sprite-based Sonic game yes. in a 16 by 9 That's a ratio. big deal because you yeah. get more of the screen yeah. to see. that's going to help out a lot. More things that you could run into. Um, also, Knuckles' sprite is a lot brighter. Yeah. so it, They're all a lot brighter. It looked awesome. Yeah, because not, they're not limited to the, the Genesis color hardware, yeah. The Genesis hardware, yeah. The 256 colors or whatever yeah. it had. <sighs> uh, Live to Rock says, Bob, what about the Sonic Werewolf Hog? What about it? Don't don't bring that into this house. I don't think that is anything. The Werehog? Yeah, what does it have to do with anything? He's he's, referenced, he's just referencing Sonic Unleashed. Yeah, but what about it? That was absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that game was so good until you played as the Werehog. Yeah, it really was. And then it turned to... Trash. Well, it's okay because then they made Sonic Colors, which was just the good parts of Sonic Unleashed. <laughs> there have been good Sonic games. There have been. Fight me on it. <laughs> AJ says, I'm going to be medium the cat. <laughs> uh, He's also convinced the social media team is developing this game. I'm so yeah, happy. Probably. I'm so happy that they're listening. Yeah. To people like that. That's the thing. They know how much that social media team or that guy i forgot his name they know how much that guy has is doing for them yeah so they let him kind of run off with the marketing and stuff mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if he was like we should do a character creator yeah. and they were like oh, yeah, good idea bob what about supersonic what about super shadow tevia says what about them what, what did i do what did I, <laughs> did I say something that everybody's like talking about the old characters I guess because like you you can play as Sonic, modern Sonic, classic Sonic, and oh, I said they should be OP. Oh, that is oh, so that's why he said, "What about the Werehog?" Yeah, because the Werehog is OP, but that part sucks in the game. Uh, what about Super Sonic? Yes, but in Sonic Three, you also have a Hyper, uh, or is it just called Super Knuckles? Or is it hyper yeah, Knuckles? no, Super Knuckles. Super Knuckles and Super Tails, and then you have Hyper Knuckles and Hyper Tails or whatever. Hypersonic, yeah, and Hypersonic. Uh, they're all the same. Yeah. So 
That's what I mean. Like, it's just the same. That That's why you always play his freaking Knuckles because he can glide and Sonic can't. Yeah. Sonic does have the invincibility thing. Yeah. Which I miss because whenever I play a 2D Sonic game, I always try yeah. to do that and it screws me up. Kentama says, everyone forgets about Sonic Rush. Great DS game. I never forget about Sonic Rush. That is the second greatest Sonic game of all time. Second? Second. Really? Yes. What was the first? Three? Sonic 3 Knuckles, yeah. And then Sonic Rush. Rush? Really? Yes. Is the yes. second greatest yes. one? Yes. It is yes. really good. I love that I don't game. know about greatest. That's I, crazy. I, I rank it that high. I don't know what I would Absolutely. say the second one was. Absolutely, I do. I played Sonic CD. A lot of people say that's their favorite. It's, it's really not. Yeah, it's it's very weird. It's like lab- labyrinthian. It's it, like you have to go back in time so much. You know, like I don't know why you have to go back in time. It just happens. It you just you have happens. to go. You have to go back in time to find the. Um, I think they're deforestation machines and destroy them so that you can go back to the future and get the good future mm-hmm. in every level. This is in addition to collecting the time stones, which is the game's version of Chaos Emeralds. You gotta do all that in order to get the real ending. I might name this episode something about Sonic because I like talking about Sonic. Hell yeah! Uh, Sonic Super Saiyan mode. Live to Rock says, "Yeah, that's that's what it is." That's what it but is. Yeah, I I I always went back in time and I never understood why it was happening or, yeah. or if I even needed to. A lot of times it's hard to go back in time because you'll run past the post that will like give you the the ability to go back in time, but you can you never generate enough speed to do right. it. Right. So I, I'm so happy that Sonic Mania is that space in between Sonic Three and Sonic CD. Yeah, it's like it's the, it's what if a game came out immediately after Sonic Three? Yeah, with the Sonic CD hardware. Well, there's they call it a Sonic game running on Saturn hardware. That makes a lot which of is, sense. Which is exactly what it is. Yeah, that that is in that came out in between CD and it Genesis, was right. So the release of the Sonic games, the Sonic One, Sonic Two, Sonic CD, Sonic Three. Sonic and Knuckles. Whoa, and then really? the Saturn. Yeah. I thought CD came out after 3. No. Wow. So- yeah, no, because Sonic 1 was 91. Sonic 2 was 92. I don't know. Anything. In 93, they were still making Sonic 3, so they put out Sonic Spinball, Sonic CD, and Sonic Chaos. This makes a lot of sense because Sonic... Uh... The sprite in Sonic CD is the same as Sonic 2. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, he is a little bit bigger. Um. Yes. Okay. I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sonic game running on Saturn hardware would be after three then. Yes. Okay. I like this. I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. And well, a, a Sonic game running on Saturn, Saturn hardware in reality would be what Sonic R. Yeah. Sonic R was Saturn, Sonic right? R. There was Sonic R, which garbage. Have you uh, ever played it? Yes. I played it at a museum. It was at a. It was at oh, the yeah. Cradle of Aviation. Oh museum. yeah. We have it. It is trash. Wait, we have it. How? On the Sonic Gems collection uh, for GameCube. That's how I first played Sonic Play Shady. it. It is it's very probably bad. the worst Sonic game it's I have ever played. up there. It's up there. I don't know of one that's worse. Because I, this you literally can't control. I mean, I've played Sonic 06. Yeah, but at least you can control it. Kind of. 80% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Poke Madness in all caps says Fire and Ice was pretty good. People generalize Boom as bad and they ignore the good one. Fire and Ice was the DS one, I believe. Yeah, there were two DS Which ones. Which was trash. No. There were two DS games. There was like Shattered Something, which was trash, and there was Fire and Ice, which people say is actually not bad. So the first one was what? Shattered something. That's Shattered what I played. Crystals. That was yes. trash. Um, I'm sorry. I apologize for the wrong information. The worst one of those was Rise of Lyric on the Wii U. Don't play that game. Yeah, no, that is nope. 
Tevius' Sonic Adventure 2 was amazing. I have a video on why that game yes. is good. And people give it a bad rap for no reason. And if you're excited for Sonic Forces, make sure you all play Sonic Generations, the PS3, uh, Xbox 360, and or PC version. Because that game is glorious. Is it the last good one? The last good Sonic that game? That was the last good Sonic game. That may be in my top five best Sonic games. Okay, so... Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Right. Sonic Dash. Sonic uh, Rush. Sonic Rush. Yes. Dash was the mobile game that yeah. wasn't very good. Um, somewhere in there is Sonic Generations. Yes. Uh, Sonic 2, definitely. I would throw okay. that up there. Any of the adventures? I don't know. Because they don't hold up very well. You're right. They need to... If there is a game that they should uh, remaster... It is Sonic Adventure 2. Yes. Because that could definitely that can... use better camera. Yeah. Sonic Adventure 1, 2. Camera is difficult for Sonic because yeah. it should pretty much always be behind him. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if you could con- I don't know if you could do a, a free look camera for Sonic. It's... I, I think you need to have it locked pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's why like Sonic colors and Sonic generations and even the good parts of Sonic unleashed, like they figured out, keep the camera behind them, almost treat it more like a racing game than a platform right. or unless he actually has the platform switch to side scrolling. Exactly. So, so the camera should move with what's going on. Yeah. You shouldn't have to really control it much. Right. Uh, and then there's Sonic R, which is actually a racing game and they treated it like you were playing Gran Turismo. Yes. And it was awful. It was very bad. All right. Enough Sonic. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, uh, back to Nintendo. Okay. Uh, Nintendo is making a Legend of Zelda smartphone game. Oh, I heard about this. According to the Wall Street Journal. I have no idea where they got this information from, because if you click on their website, it's behind a freaking paywall. Right. And I don't want to give them any money, because screw them. Uh... According to the the Verge, though, Nintendo is developing a Legend of Zelda game for smartphones, according to a report from the Wall Street Journal. The game is likely to be released following the upcoming mobile version of Animal Crossing, which is expected to arrive sometime this year. Nintendo CEO Tatsumi Kimishima said last month that the company plans to release two to three new smartphone games in the fiscal year ending March 2018. I am excited for Animal Crossing. The Wall Street Journal report doesn't offer any details on the new Zelda title, nor whether it's it'll follow the one-time fee approach of Super Mario Run or the free-to-play model of Fire Emblem Heroes, Nintendo's two previous mo- mobile games. But the identification of the franchise alone will be enough to get many Nintendo fans excited. Blah, 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 blah. So, again, I'm excited for Animal Crossing because that is a, a game that will be perfect for mobile. Right. That is, like, pretty much meant for mobile. Because uh, you're, you're just, like, growing a town. You're just the mayor of a town, yeah. so you can just check in on your phone all the time. Uh, I don't know how true these claims are. It sounds like some guy's just like, yeah, Zelda, that's a good idea. I mean, I, it makes sense. Zelda is hot right now with Breath of the Wild. Um, Nintendo is trying to put all their stuff on mobile as you know as much as they can. So it just makes sense that Zelda would eventually appear on iOS and Android. Also, Nintendo knows how well they're doing with mobile. They're they're freaking killing yeah. it. Well, yeah, go on. Uh, well, they're they're killing it with Switch, which is right. A mobile they're platform. killing it with Switch. 
Uh, so there's another article. Nintendo Super Mario Run didn't meet expectations. Right. So it no, did I was really, going to bring that up. It yeah. did really well. Right. But it did not meet expectations. Right. Uh, so, sales from Super Mario Run failed to meet Nintendo's expectations, company president Tatsumi Kimishima said, blah, blah, blah. Speaking to the Asian, blah, blah. Basically, <laughs> it only 5% of people paid for, 5% of people who downloaded Super Mario Run paid for the game, because it was behind a $10 paywall. Right. You get to play the first three levels, and then you have to pay $10 to play the rest. So, only 5% of people did that. 5%, I think, is really good for for... For getting people to pay anything? Well, it's good for a company that isn't Nintendo, though. Right. You're right. You would think that, you know, a company like Nintendo with a brand like Mario that, you know, has worldwide recognition right. would be able to get more people to pay $10 to play the rest of your I'm game. I'm thinking more about something like if we were like, oh, we have an exclusive Wolf Den episode. It'll be on Sunday, but you have to pay a dollar for it. Yeah. 1% would pay for that. Right. Probably. So... But you're right. Nintendo could have done better. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, Fire Emblem Heroes bests Super Mario Run profits despite yeah. 10 times fewer downloads. Right. Also, Fire Emblem Heroes is free. Yeah. Fire Emblem Heroes is free. It has 10 times fewer downloads and made more money already. Right. Because doesn't Fire Emblem doesn't Fire Emblem have microtransactions in it? Absolutely. That's that's what it is. Because Nintendo with Super Mario Run was trying to do their console game model where, you know, we'll give you a free taste, but you're gonna pay a premium because it's a premium game. We like to keep the value of our games high. And we feel like this is a very valuable game. So they tried to pull that on mobile, which is a market where people are used to free games, dollar games, or you know, microtransactions and things like that so that's why fire emblem made so much more money than mario run did i'm installing fire emblem heroes right now because right. i forgot i wanted to play it uh this is nintendo learning right what the market wants yes they thought that they could pull it off with super mario run like you just said mm-hmm. uh and they couldn't i mean they did they made money let's let's not yeah they it didn't fail right it didn't meet their expectations but when you consider like how many people downloaded super mario run and only five percent you know paid for it yeah but it, like millions upon millions of people downloaded it right i don't know the exact number but it was uh, an insane number that downloaded it i think it did more than pokemon go in the first few days yeah which is insane but it was that ten dollar paywall ten dollars is a lot to ask for from yeah people. um April tw- April 27th of this year, GameSpot article, Super Mario Run expected to hit 150 million downloads. So 10% of 150 million is $15 million. Yeah. No, no, no. 10% is $15 million and each is $10. So that's $150 million. There you go. $150 million is not meeting expectations for this game. You don't have to do. You can't I'm just, just trust I'm my just man. Making, I'm making sure. I'm making sure. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, oh, I, I opened Fire Emblem Heroes. It is a beautiful looking game. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Please, please stop. Please stop. <laughs> I don't want to log in or anything yet. Um, yeah, the art in this game looks freaking amazing. So yes, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Heroes is them learning that free with microtransactions, mm-hmm. like reasonable microtransactions is better than making them pay ten dollars which i don't 
agree with. I think that charging two dollars off the bat. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to pretend like I know what the masses want, but yeah. I want $2, I'll play your freaking game. Yeah. You know, I'll give you $2. If it's a freemium game, I'm not giving you shit. You know? Like, you haven't played. When was the last time you paid for a, for a like a, like a microtransaction? Oh, I've never paid for a microtransaction. Actually, never. no, that's not true. I Super Mario Run, but that doesn't count because that's a macrotransaction. I bought, I bought in, um, the, the Go games. After I beat them, I'll, like, buy the... You know, a little pack that tells you that gives you hints on how to beat the level, so I can go through it faster. Oh, the Hitman Go games. Yeah. So how much were those? It's like, you know, between three and five bucks, depending on the game. You couldn't just Google it. It, it takes too long. Cause I gotta Google and I gotta follow the guy. That is the lamest microtransaction. This way, like, I just press the button and it tells me right there. That's a lame microtransaction. I don't care. <laughs> also, I curse in the beginning. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. <laughs> um. So personally, I'd rather pay two dollars right off the bat, but freemium tricks people into paying more money. Yeah. So I I could I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, Tevi says, "Can we please have no microtransactions?" That and would I, be lovely. I mean, Nintendo's learning that that's the way to go. Yep. So I think that Nintendo does a good job of making it not necessary for the microtransactions, yeah. though. I know people who paid a lot of money for Pokemon Go, uh, Pokeballs. Yeah. Even though I sat there and I just farmed, you know, the the Pokemon Center or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fred says he'd pay for a Sunday show if it was One Piece. Keep that in mind. How much would you pay? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, could, we could get that going. Maybe it'll just be us watching. Just sit here watching One Piece. Yeah. All four million episodes of it. Uh, so that was all my topics. I'm sure you have some. I got more. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, crap. Where is it? Okay. Um, so we got comic book news to talk about. Yes. Because I love talking about comic book news. Always just scrunched in at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so this happened on Sunday. Uh, DC Comics Jeff Johns reveals a teaser image and details about the uh, the upcoming Watchmen DC Universe crossover called Doomsday Clock. This is a big deal. Yes. So if you've been following DC's Rebirth all since it debuted, you know that the events of the past few years of DC Comics and DC Universe have been manipulated by Doctor Manhattan of Watchmen fame. Um, and they've been like dropping like little hints and stuff that like they're gonna meet each other. Um, and they just wrapped up the button, which was a crossover between Batman and the Flash, which involved the Watchman button and Doctor Manhattan. That was today. Okay. The last issue came out today. It's really good. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? So what they did was you have the image up. Yep. So Doomsday Clock is going to be its own uh, separate thing. It's not gonna cross. It's not gonna cross over with um, the other titles. It's gonna be its own um, standalone story. It's not a Watchmen sequel. Jeff Johns made that very clear. It's its own thing, um, but it does have ramifications on the greater DC universe. It's a standalone story. Um, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be based around like what has happened, you know, all throughout Superman rewriting his own history, the events of the Button, the events that happening in the Flash, things like that. Um, it's going to primarily focus on Superman and Dr. Manhattan. Wow. That's the big thing. That's interesting because he hasn't been a part of the button at all. Yeah. Well, he hasn't been a part of the button, 
but Superman has been um, probably the most next to the Flash, probably the most like the one who's been most entwined with the whole Watchmen conspiracy. He interacts most with the character of of Mister Oz, which everybody thinks is Ozymandias. And he just got done with Superman Reborn, where he rewrote his own history. How? He, well, not really, but like Mixus Spitlake was like warping reality and brought back New 52 Superman. And Superman, uh, Flashpoint, pre-Flashpoint Superman merged himself with New 52 Superman to create one Superman and rewrote his entire history. Was that recently? Yes. This is like a few months. This is like last month. And not only did he rewrite his entire history, he rewrote the entire DC Universe's history. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. So, ha- wait. <laughs> when did this happen? This happened like a month or so ago. Okay. And, and it, was another, it was similar to the button where it was four issues that came out, you know, Because I remember weekly. a while ago, there were two Supermans. Yeah. Well, there was a Superman and a Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Clark Kent was... Why? Mis- Clark Kent was Mixius Spitlick. <laughs> Actually, no, there were two Supermen. The Superman of the New 52 died. So Flashboy Superman took his place. But Mixius Spitlick came in and pretended to be Clark Kent. <laughs> it's, it's a lot better than I'm making it sound. <laughs> I have another question. Okay. Can Superman run on the uh, cosmic treadmill or whatever the hell it's called? No. Well, I'm sure he can, but I think the I think the Flash is faster. Okay. So by like a small margin, right? Yeah. So it takes the Flash. Also, the Flash could tap into the Speed Force. Superman can't. And why not? Because it Superman doesn't get his speed from the Speed Force. He's just naturally fast. <laughs> I can't can't breathe. <laughs> um, Jeff John says that the title plays a significant uh, role in the story because. Uh, not only is the Doomsday Clock a classic symbol of the Watchmen story, but the initials Doomsday Clock, DC. Mm-hmm. So it like ties back into because Re- Rebirth number one, the special, was like very meta in the way it handled the story. Like you know, saying things like, "Oh, we you know for the past few years we haven't really been." This universe hasn't really been full of hope. We've all been dour and despairing, which is exactly what the New 52 was, like right. the, how they were writing it. So it was basically them acknowledging their mistakes. And it looks like that Doomsday Clock is going to continue that trend of like acknowledging their mistakes through the story. Right. And like seeing how they're going to change going forward through the story. Um, is going to touch upon how if Rebirth brought hope back to the DC universe, um, how is the grit and grittiness of Watchmen? Is that still there? Is it still affecting everything? Um, trying to see if there's anything other. There's not really much more I can say about it without going into. They announced Doomsday Clock Sunday before the button finished. The button finished today, and in the article that announced it, there are spoilers for the button. Ah, oh, a bunch of idiots. <laughs> I know. This I, is sci-fi wire. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but that's how comics work. They'll spoil right. the comic a month in it's advance not... to make sure you buy it. We like sci-fi wire. Yeah, we do. Um, but it'll be out November 2017. Um, it's That's so long. Yeah, but I mean, there's still, I'm sure there's all these stories they need to tell. Because I'm sure Superman's going to get wrapped up in it again. I'm sure The Flash is going to do something wacky. <laughs> um, so November 2017, uh, written by Jeff Johns, illustrated by Gary Frank. They, they have a long history together. 
They had a really great run on Action Comics. Uh, they did the Batman Earth One series. Um, they did a Shazam story and a couple of other things. I can't remember, really remember right now, but it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I can't wait. Well, the button is really good. Yes. So get that. Make sure yeah. you read the last issue today because it's it's something. I will. Yeah. I will do that. Okay. I'll do that tonight when I go to bed. And then I have one more story. It's not comic book related, but I think it's interesting. Cue up your questions and comments in the chat, people. Okay. So, do you remember a while ago when the Power Rangers movie came out? Oh, how could I forget? And that, Lionsgate that time? and Hayam Sabam were all like, yeah, we're going to make six sequels to this movie. <laughs> I have a feeling I know where this is going. We will not be getting those six Power Rangers sequels after <laughs> all. <laughs> wow. Uh, Did they do good? Not great. I mean, not six sequels great. It did okay here. The problem is it did it like didn't do well in China. It had a very, very low opening in Man, China. Man, that had China written all over it. I know. They it, were probably really banking on it. It hasn't debuted in Japan yet, which is the you know, the Power Rangers native country. But well, Kind of. Super Sentai's native country. Yeah, and they're not even the same. It's not their characters. It's our characters. Right. But, so I mean, so it, it, to them, it would be an American bastardization right. of Super Sentai. Right. But but, but that, it would it'd be the American bastardization of Super Sentai, bastardized to the fifth power. Right. Um, but yeah, because it had a... Yeah, just to compare. So... Power Rangers opened to a $3.3 million uh, box office in China. Guardians of the Galaxy took in $49.4 million in its opening weekend in China. Damn. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about here. Wait, how, how much did Power Rangers do? $3.3 million in its God opening weekend. damn. That's and sick. Guardians did 49.4. So, I mean, a lot of movies now, if... If the box office is okay here, but great in China, they'll still go ahead with the sequel because right. you got to get that China you, money. Look, look at Transformers. Look at Transformers, Pacific Rim. That's how the Pacific Rim sequel got greenlit. Not so with Power Rangers. So, which sucks because honestly, like I feel like they could have done a lot more in a sequel. That like that could have finally yes. been the Power Rangers movie that the last half hour promised us it could be. Watch some trailers of Chinese sci-fi movies and see how Power Rangers is better than that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Power Rangers, I'd imagine it would do so good. Yeah. It, it feels like a foreign, like an Asian film. You know what I think film, it is? But done a little bit well, better. Well, here's, here's what I think it is. Because the, the first 90 minutes of that movie is not a Power Rangers movie. Right. It's just a very good movie about American teens with American teen problems. <laughs> Right, you're right. And then last half hour, it remembers, oh, right, Power Rangers. Yeah, and people are already asleep by that. <laughs> yeah, so. You're right. I mean, it's a shame because I feel like this could have been something, but nope. Nope, nope, nope. Sonic the Headshot says, I feel cheated. I need six movies. <laughs> he needed them. He needed them. but Nobody needed them. No. I don't. I, I don't understand what the hell they would do. Well, they, they, they at at what point would they start making up new stuff? They were started hinting at the Green Ranger, right? You know, so they could have done that. They could have brought back Lord Zed. That would have been rad. Could have gone to space. Could have gone to space. You know, bringing the Ninja Turtle. The Ninja, yeah, exactly. You know, they hinted at the Zeo crystals in the first movie. Like that was a big deal. What is that? 
That was remember Power Ranger Zio? I, I know the name. That's how they got their powers. Listen, I checked out <laughs> at Ninjas, which was like the second one, wasn't it? It was like the third one, I think. Um, I was out. What was what was two then? Season two, or what? What was after the regular Power Rangers? So the regular Power Rangers was like the first three, four seasons, like the same outfits, but they would change the Zords. Season then it was like the Alien Rangers. Then it was Zio. What about the Ninjas? Those that was like somewhere around season three. All right, you know what? I checked out at Aliens, and then I saw, oh, Ninjas, and I bought the toys. Yeah. Or Mom bought us the toys. Right. And then I gave up. Right. So Power Rangers Zeo was the first, like, post-Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, Power Rangers series, and the Zeo Crystals is what gave them their powers. And they talk, the whole opening sequence was about the Zeo Crystals. So Those those things they got, those were Zeo Crystals. Not the coins. No. Those okay. are separate. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. It's all, it's all it's it's very it all blurs together it's very dumb and confusing <laughs> yes but so that's it about power rangers that's it for power nobody rangers. cares about power it's rangers. it's a shame because power rangers is awesome except for that that yeah. was not awesome yeah guys talk to us in the chat yes leave your questions in the chat uh use the hashtag wolf den live on twitter if you want to reach us there or go to last week's wolf den live and leave a comment and we will answer it right now and by right now i mean as soon as i pull it up yes I am pulling up the hashtag, and of course, it's Fred. <laughs> Will. Yes. How did you feel about the Darwin Cooks re- uh, reference in Superman Rebirth? I got goosebumps. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't. I missed that. Like, I, I wasn't reading Superman at the time, but any Darwin Cook reference is a good reference. He's the art. Isn't he an artist? Yeah. Well, well, how could you he, reference an artist? He passed away, like. Last year, so I think they did like a tribute to oh, him. That's nice. yeah. I like him. He was very yeah, good. He was the best. Uh, Bob, what is your favorite part about the art style of One Piece? <laughs> um, I like it, it's it's a it's obviously manga, very manga, but mm. I'm seeing a lot of roundness, which I don't normally see in in anime and manga. There's like a lot of bubbly like stuff going on, and arms and legs are like super straight with like barely any joints. Right. Uh, it's very bizarre. Ooh, what was that? I think it's another super chat. Ooh, Sonic the Headshot. Oh, love what you guys do. Keep up the grind. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sonic the Headshot. Of uh, course, if you super chat, we'll read it immediately because it yes. makes a big stink. Uh, he also said Bob Wolf on Twitch after stream for thumbnail, which is absolutely true. Friend. Yes. Also, Mika Jackson says, Bob, how have you seen A-plus stars show... What? <laughs> Bob, have you seen A-plus stars show low poly? It's pretty good. And when is the next episode of The Art? I believe the next episode of The Art is up on Saturday. It is up right now for Patreon supporters of ShoddyCast. So it is on the... ShoddyCast Patreon, if you are a $3 or higher supporter, you get it. Uh, but I believe if you're not a supporter, it will be up Saturday. Um, but no, I have not seen the show Low Poly, but I will open it up in a new tab so I can watch it later because it sounds pretty cool. I mean, I don't know if it sounds cool. You didn't really tell me anything about it. But uh, you referenced the art, so I, uh, it's probably like that, right? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, from last week, uh, Paul Horde says, I don't even own a Switch, but I want it on the Switch. I'm, he's referring to Pokemon. 
Um, also, and I will find a way to buy one if they release it on the Switch. So we were talking about releasing Pokemon on Switch. Right. I mean, you're going to get a Pokemon game on the Switch. I just don't think it's going to be like one of the mainline series titles. Pokemon Stadium. For like very long. You're going to get Pokemon I don't think we're going to get Pokemon Stadium <laughs> on Switch. No, you're not. But that that's what they would do. Yeah. Uh, Feistiest Ninja asks, Will, can you recommend something like Scott Pilgrim series? Uh, yes, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's be real here. There's nothing yeah, else like really. Scott Pilgrim out there. Just go read Scott Pilgrim. You know what I really liked? Do you remember the? It was like a. It was a Marvel made manga. Oh, Sentinels. Sentinels. Yes. It was about a kid in high school who rebuilds a Sentinel. Yes. I love that. That was a great series. Yeah. yeah. I would. I mean, they're still not really the same, but yeah. you got a high school kid who's who's down on his luck and does some cool stuff. Yeah. Uh. Uh. What the f? Yeah. Says hernia. <laughs> Red and blue were s word. Red and blue were garbage. You just remember it fondly. Yeah, uh, I do. I that's a. I was. I saw this and I thought about it for a long time, and I was like, he's kind of. I like. I could see where he's coming from, but if red and blue are bad then none of the Pokemon games are good. Yeah, because they are all still built on that foundation yeah. for the most part. So I can see where you're coming from playing it. Because it's the same reason why I don't like Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Playing it when you don't understand what's going on. Like, I learned all that stuff when I was young, and I read the guide. Yeah. So that's why I like Red and Blue. But if Red and Blue are bad, then none of the other games are good either. Because mm-hmm. red, red and blue, it, it was the Pokemon formula, but in its simplest. Yes. You know? Uh, Aaron Grimshaw, what do you guys think of Danny McBride writing a Halloween movie and him playing a role in the new Alien movie? Um, him being an alien doesn't necessarily bother me. I mean, it's going to be a little weird seeing Danny McBride in an Alien movie. Um, the Halloween movie I'm interested in because it's allegedly going to be a direct sequel to Halloween 2, um, taking, like, taking place in the 70s. Um, and John Carpenter is heavily involved. So I'd like to see where that goes. Is he, is he doing serious stuff now? Danny McBride? Yeah. I guess so. What is that sci-fi movie that has all comedians in it? And it's a serious, like, it looks like an alien movie. Is it This Is The End? No. No, didn't that come out a while ago? Yeah. No, it's coming out soon. It oh, has, soon? It has, like, a... Who is it? It has a... I'm drawing a blank here. The guy who played Deadpool. Oh, Ryan Reynolds? It has Ryan Reynolds in it and like a bunch of other things. And I thought Danny McBride was in it, but he apparently he's oh, an alien. Unless I'm just thinking of Alien. Maybe. Uh, what is Ryan Reynolds in? Life? Life. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that has comedians in it. But that that life just looks Who, like Alien. Who's in it? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. A uh, whole lot of... Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. A whole lot of people I don't know. Oh, Rebecca Ferguson. I've heard of her. I got. I got to look this up. Life movie. Because I feel like that's a movie I saw and I was like, "Is this a joke? <laughs> Something's gonna happen. It's gonna be like yeah. Moana." Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. I, I don't see any comedians. I don't know what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Maybe you are thinking of Alien, because apparently James Franco is also in Alien Covenant. Yeah, then I'm mixing Alien and Life together yeah. in, in one movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, Life looks like it could be like an Alien type yeah. movie. I don't know. Uh, who else do we got here? Pantsless, 
Patton. I agree that Zelda games don't only move home system sales. I hunted down a Zelda-themed 3DS just for Ocarina of Time. Uh, Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask. That came out? Yeah, on know. 3DS, yeah. Uh, and uh, Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds. Thank you so much, Will. It would have <laughs> taken me a million years to say that out loud. Uh, also, Nino says, I don't think they plan on killing the 3DS anytime soon. They've been very profitable and reach out all those that aren't heavy gamers that don't want a large console. Also, they are just now releasing a new 2DS. I am hoping they make the new Pokemon for both Switch and 3DS with cross-platform trade. That would be really convenient. That'd be convenient, but that's not going to happen. Then I yeah. gotta release it for Probably two not. of their platforms that are like drastically different. You know? Uh, but that would be cool. I mean, they there should be a way to get... Oh, well, there's the Pokemon... Uh, what do they call it? The, the, uh, the trading bank. The bank, yeah. yeah. So you can put your Pokemon in the bank and then load yeah. it up on the Switch, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, Alright, I'm going to go into the chat here. Alright, let's go into the chat. Atten says, life was good. Apparently it came out. Yeah, it did come out. I didn't know. I it. missed it. Was I know it, I missed it. Was it not a comedy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Slow Pro says, would you recommend getting a Switch seeing as it seems kind of cheaply made? Or settle for a Wii U. I really only want it for Zelda. It, uh, the only thing I would, I mean, it doesn't feel cheaply made. I guess it's plastic, but it's sturdier than, you know, anything else Nintendo has made. Yeah. It, like, the screen is a thick plastic, but it is not, I wouldn't consider it cheap. Um, I definitely don't get a Wii U. Yeah. It's not. If you're going to get something, get a Switch. But no, I recommend. Of course I recommend a, a Switch. If you have the money, Switch is damn good. It's got some games slowly trickling out. Yeah. But I mean, if you're going to get it eventually, why not just get it now? Yeah. You know? uh, Live to Rock asks, Will, how would you manage your own comic book publishing company? Um, Very interesting. I would probably do it similar to how Valiant is doing it they release like one or two books in their shared universe first and let people get a taste of that and then slowly start to trickle out all the other titles in this universe and don't do a crossover until like two or three years after people are acclimated i would also have a separate line of just creator own crap where people can do whatever they want no editorial oversight as long as it ain't porn i don't care <laughs> so did you say something about licensing? No. Creator-owned. I would... You gotta... If you're gonna have your own publishing company, you gotta buy a license. Yeah, that would help, too. Of, of like, a, an obscure, like, yeah. old... A, obscure thing, but that has a lot of, like, fan reference. Yeah, like, yeah. what... What would you buy? Uh, <laughs> probably... I don't know who owns the rights to Voltron, but I think that would be a good start. Well, that's a... Uh, is, isn't that IDW? That was Dynamite last I checked. Dynamite. But I don't know if they saw the rights to Voltron. Dynamite also has the man with no name. Really? Yeah, they, they had a comic, didn't they? Oh, wow. I, I don't remember. Pretty sure they did. Dynamite has James Bond, and that's excellent. Dynamite has a lot of weird good stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can do video games, too. You can yeah. Get the that. rights. To, or Well, I guess you could partner with a company. Yeah. Take-Two has their own comic book company. Yeah. I don't know how that's doing. Um... 
So there's that. Yeah. I don't think getting into comic book publishing would be very lucrative. <laughs> no. No, it wouldn't. AC Nep AC says just the dock feels bad to me. He means the switch dock. Yeah. I completely agree. That is a piece of cheap plastic. If anything's cheap, it's the friggin' dock. Yeah. Um Also. Anybody find out what's different about our set yet? Daniel says life sucked. <laughs> I think he meant to say life sucks. You still trying to figure it out? I'm still trying to figure it <laughs> out. I don't even think I know. It's a very minor change. Did you, you, no, those amiibos were always there. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I tweeted about it. It was a big saga. I'm surprised nobody said anything. <laughs> I, I think it's too minor of a change for people to care. People are bringing up space balls in the chat. I think because you were talking about a sci-fi space comedy. What about it? And everyone's like, "Is he talking about space balls?" Oh no, <laughs> like a modern one. Yeah. Um. Sonic the Headshot is waiting for more of a reason to switch. To switch or to buy a switch? I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I right now I just feel like it's in beta. And Sonic the Hedgehog, no, you are not the first to super chat. Fred, I think, is the first. Yeah. Um, the Switch, it was a soft launch that they realized is doing a lot better than they expected. Right. Um, there, was a, there was an article today that actually was the no on YouTube. They were talking about how it's doing better than, they can, than Nintendo can handle. Right. Because this was supposed to be a soft launch, but it did so well. Now they're trying very hard to keep up with demand. Um, ooh. Who said coasters first? Juan? <laughs> oh, I think it was right. Juan. The coasters. Such a m small thing. <laughs> yeah, well, this it, I, I looked for like 45 minutes. I know. <laughs> it's coaster. true. It's true. You did. <laughs> Because I, I want, I was like, they have to be square and they have to be black, and these aren't even black. They're like gray. These are like gray, but they're now a part of the set. Because yeah. we always put our drinks here, and we always use those stupid coasters I had over there. Um. So do they care about arms? I just tuned in. And says feels mod man. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. Well, I do. Oh, you don't. Cares. I don't care. I because I previewed it a little bit and it i think good. it will be a fun game well then you can buy it maybe i will when i get my own switch oh aj said it way early apparently the coasters well yeah. you don't win because you're a mod so <laughs> uh we'll pick one more question that we need to leave all right um brandon rodriguez have you guys given your thoughts on guardians of the galaxy volume 2 no because i still haven't seen it i said it last week i really enjoyed it i could see why people didn't like it or people thought that it was filler or it didn't fit with the other movies or like uh, it didn't really have a solid plot. I could see where all of that comes from, but I enjoyed it the whole time. Some of the jokes were like it was obvious that it was going to end in a dumb punchline, but I enjoyed it the whole time. I am trying my best to see it this weekend, hopefully Saturday. Um, I know I'm behind on it. I am sure are I am, for Mr. Mr. Comic Book. Man, I apologize. <laughs> Sometimes life gets in the way. 
Uh, I am seeing Alien on Friday, though, so I'll, I'll give my opinion on I that. I wanted to, but I'm not, because, I don't know. first of all, I haven't seen the other ones. Second of all, I heard it's really not good. Really? Because it's weird, because I'm, hear- I'm hearing mixed things. Like, some people are giving it really good reviews, and some people are giving it really bad reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who reviewed it for RogerEbert.com gave it four stars. Wow. And said it's the third best Alien movie. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, do people like Prometheus? It, Prometheus is very weird. Mm. It's like it's not an alien movie, but it's in the alien universe. And is like, it, do you have to see that? I is it part of like this movie? Kind of. I think like it will help. I mean, I want to skip it. If you have <laughs> questions, just ask me. <laughs> All right. But you should still see Alien One and Two, at the very least. I'll so- just. Tevye says, Bob, what about E3? What about E3? I will be there. I'm, I'm hoping this time we'll be posting specific content. Like, if I go play a certain game like Harvest Moon, mm-hmm. I will then talk about... I will make a video specific to Harvest Moon, like three minutes or so, yeah. and post that pretty much immediately. Um, And everybody's saying Prometheus was just okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for being here. All right. Thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for chatting with us in the chat. As always, you can leave your comments after this video goes live tomorrow um, if you want us to answer any questions we didn't catch today. Um, and as if you're listening to this on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play, first of all, thank you. Second of all, make sure you subscribe to us on those stores and rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those stores. You know, the first thing I had in my Google Keep document to talk about today, I completely forgot about. It was YouTube Red. So, bear with me here. Okay. Uh, A while ago, we posed the question, how do YouTube Red... uh, How does your... First of all, YouTube Red, for anybody who doesn't know, you pay $10 a month, you get Google Play Music, which is basically like Spotify. Yeah. uh, And you get no ads on YouTube, which is a big deal. Also, you can play YouTube videos with a screen off. So, that means you can listen to podcasts... So it's just on the this go one. with the screen off, and it'll just stream the the audio. So if you're on the go, they and it's like no brainer, uh, and it's ten dollars a month. Um, a while ago we posed the question: How does that money get trickled down to the creators? And I finally, Philip DeFranco did the thing on it. I finally yeah. understand it. A uh, certain percentage, let's assume a hundred percent, goes to the creators, and it gets split by watch time. So if you watch an hour's worth of uh if let, let's say you watch Philip DeFranco, like 10 minutes of Philip DeFranco, 10 minutes of kind of funny, 10 minutes of uh H3H3, uh 10 minutes of uh Philip DeFranco's second channel and Kamara's new thing, 10 minutes of that. And then you watch one Wolf Den Live 60 minutes. That gets split. We get 50% of that, and the other guys get 50%. Wow. So it goes by watch time. If you watch more Wolf Den, then you give us more of your money. But for YouTube Red View. YouTube Red Views cost more than regular views. Like, we get more money per YouTube Red View. So I encourage you get YouTube yeah. Red, and I encourage that you just open up a playlist of Wolf Den Live. Go, go to our page, go to Wolf Den Live, hit play, and then walk away from your computer. There you go. <laughs> Uh, real quick, because Brendan Rodriguez keeps uh, throwing it out in the chat. 
Um, yes, we did get NYCC tickets. We will be yes, there. Yes, we will be there. Um, I will probably be there Saturday and Sunday. You will be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday probably. Yeah, there you go. And real quick, Tevia says, Will, what do you think of Secret Empire getting an extra issue? This is why people are mad at Marvel, because they do stuff like this. It's supposed to be a nine-issue series. Now it's going to be ten. Out of the blue. They did, they've been doing this for the past three years. This is why people are mad. I also like to thank uh, Seboba, Seboba, Nolan, Mark Anthony, uh, Marap for subscribing. Thank you very much. Thank you all so much for tuning in and subscribing. Also, don't forget to use the hashtag WolfDenLive. I'll tell you next time what you said before. And I will be streaming on Twitch right now. Go to twitch.tv slash BobWolf. Fred put it in the chat. AJ put it in the chat. Thank you guys very much. See you later. Goodbye. Bye.